Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony J. And here we search out for individuals who have had growth in one way, shape, or form during their lifetime. Community, welcome back. I am so happy to be here. Kind of a different format for today. I had recently just bought a camera, the Canon M50, and I'm now recording on that. This week and this week only, just because I have taken a step back from getting guests every single week. Um, I know the format was Monday is Motivational Mondays, which is still happening. Friday is a guest of the week. Um, usually a kind of like a secret who that really is until I drop the bomb. And then Sunday is Coffee Talk. Now, uh, I didn't have anybody last week for Coffee Talk. And this week, I decided to take a step back. I've been pretty busy with new projects and trying to um, get the business kind of like a kickstart so I can continually uh, continue to go forward with the business. I kind of had to take a pivot due to quarantine and the gym's kind of lacking everyone being there and having to train multiple people there. We having to have only train one person at a time or have a mask on. And a lot of my clients just haven't gone back to the gym yet. So we're trying to pivot. We're trying to do more things, trying to create Great content for everybody, tons of free stuff. So you know, you guys know, if you've gotten anything from any of the podcasts or any of the posts that I've put up, and if you haven't seen any of my posts, head on over to Instagram on Everyday Anthony J and go check out everything I'm doing. It's this is is your one stop shop for everything fitness, nutrition, and mindset related. If you are new here and this is the very first time you've heard this podcast. Welcome. I'm so amazingly happy and glad that you are here. Do us a huge favor and hit that subscribe button. And actually, head on over to YouTube as well. I started a YouTube channel probably about a month ago. You can find every single one of these podcasts with their guests on YouTube. And you can actually put some faces with the names and kind of get to know who you're actually listening to, which is actually a really cool thing instead of just hearing it audio in your car, in your headphones when you go for a walk. So I'm really trying to build this community up. And it's been amazing. It's been an amazing ride so far. And that is exactly why this podcast is a solo podcast. And if you've noticed that the title of the podcast is The Story Thus Far. And I haven't really taken time to actually talk to you guys one-on-one. And I really haven't taken the time to elaborate more on kind of the story of why I even got into podcasting, why I even wanted to start a vlog, the brand new vlog that I have with only three episodes, you know, and trying to learn how to use Premiere Pro to, to edit things, to try to produce more content and why I've taken on something that is completely new to me. Like that, what everything I just said, plus uh, being in front of an actual camera, um, it is a little different. It's a little frightening and it's a little scary. So bear with me if I start jumbling over some of my words. But these are things that I don't know anything about. This is completely new to me. Um, and that is exactly what I always try to preach in here, right? We have to become 1% better every single day. No matter what that task is, it doesn't have to be huge. I mean, you guys hear us talk about it all the time. Start small. Grab that low-hanging fruit like my good friend and nutrition coach Josh Pierce always says. Grab that because it's the easiest thing to do. Stop looking at the highest, at the highest uh, mountain and say, I'm going to climb that tomorrow. Like You don't understand what that actually considers, and that's why most people do fail. So when we say become 1% better, it's very, very easy to get started. And here are, is a really easy option to help you guys get started. Try waking up and not hitting snooze. That's one thing. Number two, try making your bed. Number three, try eating breakfast at the same time before you leave the house. Those are such those are such small things that everyone can do today. You can start tonight by getting to bed and waking up tomorrow. Number one, not hitting the snooze. Number two, making your bed. And number three, eating breakfast at the exact same time. Now, let's try to make that breakfast at the house at something that you do have. 
Let's not try to get it on the way to work if that's possible. So maybe that's number four. But these are things that become 1% better. Well, and I know you're questioning yourself or questioning me saying, well, Anthony, that's just something so small. It's so simple. I do that and become 1% better. Yeah, you can actually become 1% better just by doing that. But here's the real kicker to the thing that we're trying to talk about and what I'm trying to convey to you right now is do that for 60 days straight. Do that for 30, 60, or 90 days straight. Those three to four things like I just mentioned. Do those things and trust me, watch what starts to happen to the other things that surround those brand new skills you're trying to create. You're not just eating breakfast, making your bed, and waking up on time anymore. Now those three things after 30, 60, or 90 days, you've now probably tacked on a healthier breakfast. You probably now tacked on waking up 10 to 15 minutes before your alarm actually goes off. Do you understand what kind of happens here? You start to see going, coming home at night and going into your bedroom to go to bed. As you turn the lights off, you look and you see that your bed is made. And that is a win in itself. You know how nice it is to come home to a clean room with your bed made and your bedspread pulled up and your, and your pillows all placed perfectly? That makes you feel so good to get into that bed. Instead of walking into a mess and your room is in disarray and your bed's not made. Now that just kind of sucks. It makes you feel a little like a little more shitty, <laughs> a little shittier, if you will, before you go to bed. Now here on the Everyday Growth Podcast, we always want growth in one way, shape or form for anyone. And that is usually through fitness, nutrition and mindset. And the first thing I want to talk about, I have a little blueprint here. I'm going to keep looking down. So if you're actually watching this on YouTube, you're going to see my eyes continually go down and kind of look at my phone because I have, kind of have a blueprint and I'm drinking water. So I apologize if you guys hear it. The first thing I want to talk to is how I actually came into the health and health and wellness industry, the health and wellness space. Um, if you guys haven't heard my story before, my story actually comes from a pretty dark place. But I don't share it too much. I know I should share it more because it could probably help out more and more people. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you, um, I'm going to give you guys two episodes on my on my podcast that I actually talked to those about. The very first one is on episode 14. That is such a long time ago. I can't even believe, like, I can't, I said it out loud, like, episode 14. That is crazy. I remember when I thought, like, a, episode 10 was a lot. And now I'm almost at 50. Like, that just blows my mind. And if you've been here from the beginning or you've listened to at least 10 or 12 of these episodes, I just want to take a second and say thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart because without you, I wouldn't be a coach. And you know what? Without you, I probably wouldn't be here today. And I say that with, I'm going to get emotional a couple of times during this podcast as well, guys. So, But I say that with a heavy heart because I may have not been here if it wasn't for you. And that is the honest to God truth. And you may ask me, well, how is that possible? I don't even know you or I barely know you. I've met you once or I've seen you once or I just see your Instagram or I just listen to you on your podcast or I just see you on YouTube. Well, let me explain a little bit. Episode 14 was is, is titled From Suicide to Servant Leaders. That is an episode I did with, once again, I'll mention his name, my good friend and, and nutrition coach, Josh Pierce. Josh Pierce lost his brother to suicide um, a while back. And I believe that's where Josh and I kind of ran into each other. We've met a couple years ago. And we actually met on online from Instagram that we kind of, we did, we have the same nutrition coach. If you guys know, you listened to the podcast episode a couple back with Jason Phillips, the owner of NCI. I had him on the podcast and I couldn't say thank you enough to him because without Jason, I would have never started my nutrition career. Yes, I did buy into his program, but 
he caught my eye as being the best in the industry right now and breaking down barriers that other nutrition companies are are just sticking to their story and sticking to the same bullshit that everyone else is doing. Jason's actually out there proving that this method is the best method through scientific research and scientific data. And not to mention everyone that goes through his program continue, 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 continues to learn more and more on the nutrition and fitness realm in that space. That is why anyone that comes through NCI is the best nutrition coach. I'm not just saying that because I went through NCI. I'm saying that because I know. And I know everyone who's gone through it. I know everyone who follows Jason Phillips has that drive, that passion, that wants that change to become 1% better every single day and to create impact in everything that they do in life, inside and outside the gym and whoever comes around them every day. So from suicide to servant leaders with my good friend Josh Pierce, he lost his brother to suicide and I tried to take my own life as well. Um, Not too long ago, actually. And uh, I'm not saying yesterday or two years ago. It's been a couple of years, guys. You know, don't think this thing has just happened, but it's hard to admit that sometimes, even though I know I should because it can help more people. But a lot of people hear that and a lot of people say, you, how can that be? You're so positive. You're so motivating, inspirational. Like there's nothing, everything wrong. There's never, ever, ever anything wrong with you. Well, guys, this is why we can't judge a book by its color, just like we can't judge a character by, by his or her skin color. We can't do that. You don't know what people have gone through. You don't know what their shoes have tread through. And you don't know what kind of shit they've had to drudge through in their lifetime. But people have to go through adversities, big or small, to come out the other side cleaner. And I believe I didn't come out squeaky clean. I came out pretty fucking dirty still. And I had to kind of crawl back on my own. And this goes back to, I've been, I've been on my own since I was 23 years old. I'm now 38 years old. I've, I've known adversity in my life. I know what it was like to live in the Midwest, 30 minutes south of Chicago, and having not, to, not being able to turn on the heat in my apartment because I couldn't pay the electric bill on time. I know what that's like to sleep with a jacket on. And I don't share that with a lot of people. You know, Everyone's probably like, well, whatever, man. Like You grew up in white suburbia. Like That's not the point, man. Everyone goes through struggles. And the biggest thing was, is like, you can't keep asking people for handouts. At that point in time, I was working construction jobs that I hated. I was doing bad things. I was selling, you know, a ton of marijuana for my cocaine addiction at that time, which ultimately led to my demise of me trying to commit suicide. Now, I know that's probably pretty heavy for some of you who are listening to that. And I understand if you want to turn this off right now, because we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But that is not what this one podcast is about. I promise you that. Just let me get through the next five minutes and it'll be, it'll, it'll be better after that. I'm just trying to kind of paint a picture of the story thus far. So from that, from suicide to servant leaders, what I've gone through with my adversities, I had the opportunity in episode 18, I recorded it. I did my very first keynote for a nonprofit organization called Forever You. Now I've had on the owner of Forever You, his name is Ryan Heslaw, multiple times on this podcast. You can go back. I think he's been on two or three times, maybe even four, maybe even more than that. But we talk all, it feels like he's been on more because we talk all the time, just like this. We just, we don't hold back and we get real emotional with what we say because this is what we have to do is that's what adversity does to one person. They want to keep exploring new paths to be stronger and become that 1% better every day. We can't wallow in our own self-pity forever. That's called depression. Now, I have and had, I've had and have had to, and I still do to this day, I don't suffer from depression anymore, but I have to fight depression every single day. And that is one thing that I don't talk to a lot of people about. 
those things don't go away. I still have my good days and my bad days. When my business is really, like really, really, really doing poor, I feel horrible. Like I feel like the rug has been ripped out underneath me like a cartoon and I do 13, you know, flips in the air and I land on my back. Like that's how it feels. It almost feels like I have lead shoes on that day, that week and that month. You know, I've been up, up and down two to $3,000 because of my business. It's not because it's a stable business. I'm a coach. I coach nutrition and fitness, mindset, wellness. I'm a health coach, lifestyle coach. However you want to slice that piece of fucking pie, I don't care how you label it. I wish there was a better, a better analogy, a better topic, a better title to coach because coach is many things. We all need coaches. Athletes have coaches. Coaches on coaches have coaches. <laughs> I know coaches that are older than me that have coaches that are younger than that. It's, it goes on and on and on. And that's just the thing. Like falling into that, that deep, de- dark depression hole, you can fix it, but it takes a hell of a lot of work. And sometimes you need a coach or sometimes you need to get through those things. But I want to digress a little bit because I think I'm getting off track and I apologize. A lot of thoughts will be coming through my head as I do this podcast. So just bear with me. But I think I'm doing a pretty good job so far. But thank you guys if you're still here listening. My first keynote at Forever You, I was able to sit in front of a group of, and this is where I'm going to get emotional, of like 30, 30 or so kiddos that are kind of feeling the same way that I do. Or what I, I, they're feeling the same way that I went through. I was able to tell this story in great detail, which I'm not doing now because I don't want this podcast to be about just my story. I was able to tell my story in great detail. I definitely broke down multiple times and I definitely made impact and created impact with young kids. I even had my biggest impact of the kid. I don't, I don't have the note on me. I should have prepared a little bit better for this. I had, they had questions that were written on post-it notes at the end for me to try to answer the best that I could through my stories and my adversities that I've gone through. And at the end of this whole thing, I was told that a lot of the speakers do have great stories. No story is better or worse than the other. It's all for learning purposes. Everyone goes to adversities and it doesn't matter if it's big or small. It means something to everybody and can mean something to anyone. So don't hold your story back. That's one thing that I've grown to learn over the past and everyone keeps telling me, stop holding that story back, Anthony. This is your story. This is your time to help somebody through the words and through the adversities that you've gone through. And I believe that. So these 30 kids are in the room and at the very end, they're passing out these these multicolored post-it notes with questions on them if they didn't want to raise their hand and ask for questions because, you know, it's okay not to not to be able to do that because these are very insane questions, very insane questions. Like, how did you survive suicide? just blindsided with questions like this. And I'm standing in front of this entire group and there's 30 kids, but I didn't talk to you about the other 20 people that were there volunteering, who are the alumni that were there. It was like the most packed they've ever had for a speaker because my good friend Ryan Heslaw said, you have to come listen to Anthony's story and the way he talks about it, it's, it's fucking crazy. And I, I thank him so much for that. And I, I thank him so much for that being my very first keynote um, in a very controlled atmosphere around a lot of great, people that really wanted to listen to the words that I was saying. And at the end of this, I got a post-it note that wasn't a question. It was after I answered all the questions, excuse me, answered all the questions and to the best of my ability at that time, because emotions were so high, I've never been asked those questions before about my story or I've had to ask, actually answer questions from my story, period. I've never had to do that. 
So the craziest part was all said and done, I told any kid that wanted to talk to me one-on-one, whoever was in that room, I said, whoever's in this room, I'm going to stay here as long as I have to, all night long if I have to, to work with each and every one of you for I don't care how long, one-on-one. Just do me a favor and stay back and, and respect everyone that walks up until we're done. Whether we hug it out, you know, we dab it out, we just say bye or we just fist bump, you know, it's, it's, it's a big thing. You know, a lot of these kids didn't have a lot of human connection or some of them came from abused, abused houses and things like that. So everything said and done, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I can't believe it. Ryan comes up to me. His good friend Tyler comes up to me who now works for him, who is like an official life coach now at such a young age. Like props to you, bro. I think he just turned 22 years old or something like that. Just amazing people doing amazing things through all the adversities that they went through in life, you know, and turning those negatives into positives. And that's the biggest thing. But I was, this note was handed to me and I noticed close to the middle or three quarters of the way through my keynote, um, someone ran out of the room and I couldn't pay too much attention to because I had to focus on everybody else and my story. They came back in, but I had this note and it was just for me. No one ever read it before. And I'm going to get emotional now because I've never had um, anyone say anything. Like, I've, never, I've never created impact this way in my life. So uh, it said, thank you so much for, <sighs> sorry guys. Thank you so much for telling us your story and telling me directly. I felt like you were speaking to me directly. I tried to commit suicide myself last year. Obviously, it didn't work. And like you, my father is my hero as well. And my father understands what I'm going through currently, what I went through in the past, and what adversities I may face in the future. And it was a little bit more in-depth than that, but I can't remember it off the top of my head, and I, I definitely want to keep that in close to my heart. And I, ca- I still have the piece of paper today. It's in my wallet. I, I carry it with me everywhere. Um, sometimes I read it and cry right away because it's a constant reminder of the things that we can do in our lives and the story that we have that can <laughs> save a life, change a life, create so much impact that we can take some of the weight on these on on a, on a boy or a girl's shoulder, man or woman's shoulder off a little bit, that they can focus forward more and understand that you are not alone. And I think that's the biggest thing that we have here. Uh, the biggest topic that I can bring up is if you feel that way about yourself, if you feel like you're depressed, if you feel like you don't know, you can't connect the dots, you cannot you cannot connect A to B to C to D, and you can't do that. Like Talk to somebody. As cliche as that sounds, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I never did that. I'm telling that to you from the bottom of my heart and through experience. I never took the time to talk to somebody. Yes, I had a huge, um, I was completely addicted to cocaine at that time and I had a huge fog over my head and all my friends around me were doing it as well and I was in a wrong place a very bad place, but I kept myself there. I thought that was life. I just thought like, well, I'm with these people and that's kind of it. I was around a lot of enablers. Now, if you ask me today, if I'm around those people, I'm not. I don't talk to one of them because they're enablers. And guess what? Those That same group is still doing the same shit. They're still doing the same shit. And they're my age, maybe a little younger, maybe a little older at this time. And they're still doing the same thing. And I can say this. And I and I hate I hate calling names, but they're losers. We have to define that in not a negative not a negative uh, you know connotation, but it is what it is. You're losing at life. You work dead end jobs. You'll never make any more money. 
Every weekend, you, you try to keep drinking, uh, drinking your sorrows away and doing drugs until you can't remember your name anymore. And these things go on and on and on. But I want to get back to my post-it note. So making, creating those impacts in your life is the number one thing you need to do, whether it's from your story or not. When you start living for pretty much everyone else around you, your life starts to change. So if you want to learn a little bit more in depth about my story, you can listen to episode 14 is a pretty heavy episode and episode 18 is like a live recording at my first keynote. So please go back to that. And like I said, episode 14 and 18, that was such a long time ago. We're almost on 50. I just want to stop really quick and say thank you guys so much for listening this far. I'm trying to wrap this up as fast as I can. I know this is different. I know you probably on this Friday were, were hoping for a new guest, but I had to take a little bit of a break, guys. It's been nonstop three episodes a week for the past couple of months since quarantine started, and now I'm doing uh, two episodes or one episode a week of vlogging. So bear with me. I have a lot of people lined up, and I can't wait to get back to the same old blueprint. So moving on, after all that began, I got into the fit. Like I got into fitness, which evidently led into nutrition. You know, I found a, a thirst of knowledge for both both of the subjects of fitness and nutrition and wellness and mindset through my adversities that I've gone through. So stepped away from all my friends, stepped away from everything negative, got a clear head, got a clear conscience, got into working out. It was CrossFit at that time because I needed to replace that one really nasty addiction with something super positive. Well, I needed competition. I needed to be able to show up every single day, no matter what the place, the gym was open every single day at the time. And I was able to go in there, kick some serious ass and feel super excited and, 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 and wonderful about what I've done in the day. Becoming that 1% better, I was already doing it, but I didn't understand what that meant, nor did I even hear that phrase. And I didn't coin it. I just fucking push it because it's the best thing there is in the world It's become 1% better, right? So after doing all that and getting into fitness that way, I started to understand nutrition a little bit more. I'm like, man, I really got to focus on nutrition too because it all goes hand in hand. Now, at this point, I don't think I really came into like the mindset and what you have to do to create a clear conscience or anything like that, but that came later in life. That, that came a little bit later with, with age, I believe. I understood that the more time in the gym, the more time you had to take out of the gym, and a lot of people don't understand that. The more time you put in the gym, it's like double the amount of recovery time. If you go to the gym six days a week and only take off Sunday, and on that Sunday, you're probably doing a lot of activities outside, mowing the grass, going for a run, a bike ride, lots of walks, going to the beach, all those things. You have to take double the time out just to recover. Now, that's a little far-fetched that I just said that, but it really like, it really isn't though. People don't understand that going to the gym three or four times a week and hitting it hard for those three or four times a week is better than going eight days a week. We all know, A, that's not possible, and B, that sounds really dumb. Your body cannot handle that. You're not a professional athlete. Most of the people listen to this podcast, and if you are a professional athlete, I apologize. But most of the people that do listen to this podcast, I'm sure just love to work out. You're not a professional athlete. That's such a small, it's, a one, it's smaller than 1% of the world is a professional athlete. You have to understand that. So why are you training like that? Why are you constantly taking days off the gym, but still like biking 100 miles or still running until you can't run anymore? Like you need time to recover. So as I learned all that stuff, I got into running some other businesses for other people. I got went into a supplement shop that was kind of like a mom and pop shop. It was like had a at that time had a um, an organic smoothie bar, top of the line like paleo food and paleo supplements, super clean stuff because that's what was in at that time around CrossFit. 
Now, I started doing that and actually started running the business for somebody that kind of fell off a couple years later. You know, all what it doesn't matter really what happened, yada, yada, yada. The place closed and it kind of led me to kind of work for myself. So I started working for myself and the very first uh, business I created was called Grab and Go Fit Meals. Now, the timeline might not be correct, but you guys can understand where I'm coming from. I think the Fit Meals came before working for other people, but you'll understand after I, I say this next sentence. It was called Grab and Go Fit Meals. I made on-the-go, paleo, perfectly weighed out portioned food with a menu every single week for anyone who wanted the food. What I would do is make the food fresh the day before, basically the day before or the day of, and then I would already have everyone's order in. I'd have everyone's credit card. I'd have all their orders in because I gave out the menu the week before. I was always, the menus were always like a week, uh, almost like a week back. So I always had the menu ready. They picked what they wanted. They got back to me. I added it up. I charged their credit card. Then on this one day, they had to have the orders in on Friday. The food came on Saturday or Sunday and I dropped it off at their house. They didn't even have to be there. Uh, most of the time I can walk in the house. I had a key or I go in the garage. I was able to place it somewhere that wasn't in the heat. And things like that. So it went on for about a year, a little over that. And then it just, things happened and I wasn't making a ton of profit from it. I, w- I think I was living at home at that time and just trying to really come up with the next greatest thing. Now, at that time, I didn't know that I was, I had been bitten by the entrepreneur bug. And um, now when I look back at it, I'm like, that was all my father's fault because my father uh, was is still an, well, not now is still an entrepreneur, but he started to be an entrepreneur right outside of the army back in the day. Uh, and he's 75 or 76 year, years old today. I apologize, pops, if I fuck that, fuck that year up. But, um, but he's definitely in his seventies. He's definitely like 75, <laughs> but he owned his own salon for a long time. He owned a long time. He had like 20 employees. He had like front desk people. He was selling makeup, doing facials, doing massages. He cut hair. You know, he's still cutting hair to this day. He's still working at that age. He'll never retire. Um, at that that OG era, you know, that 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 OG uh, grandma or grandpa that you have, you know, like if they're still working today, it's because that's what they do. You know, if my dad stopped working, like he'd probably die. You know, and like that's it's a funny thing to say because like as soon as you slow down, you kind of just let everything go. You know, like you don't have that rhythm anymore. And I feel like I'm almost the same way. I got I got that bitten by that bug too. Like I have to always be working. And it's such a crazy thing because even when I slow down, even when I stop working, like my mind still goes and I still think of the next thing to do. Now, is that bad thing? Sure, it could be a bad thing if you don't understand. Or if you're not an entrepreneur and you don't really understand that, people are like, dude, you got to turn it off, man. You got to turn it off, man. It's like, no, like you don't understand. Like the business goes on. There's no wake up, have to be at work and punch my ticket and be able to sit there and have a break or like getting paid to kind of just wipe down tables and stuff at a job. Like that's great. I'm not saying that's not. I'm saying that for the entrepreneur mind, every day we have to come up with ways to make money or, you know, build our business and come up with the next new thing. We're always pivoting. Just like this, I just told you in the beginning of this podcast, I had to pivot from quarantine. I had all my clients, my personal training clients now I'm talking about, my one-on-one clients, had them all in a rhythm. Everyone was doing good. Payments were coming in. They were they were showing up. They had progress in the gym. They had progress outside the gym. They were, they were following the nutrition to a T. And that was super exciting to me. And then boom, just like that quarantine hit, COVID hit. It was the craziest shit in the world. And we're not going to talk about that, but it was the craziest shit in the world that everyone got off routine. Every one of my clients got off routine. 
I tried to reach out for so many days, like, what are you guys doing? Let's go outside for a workout. No one wanted to do anything. They were either scared, kind of depressed of what's going on. They weren't working. They were pinching pennies. I'm pinching pennies. Everyone's like worried about what they're buying, how to get to the store, when to get to the store, what's going to happen next. And it's really wild because we get off of those patterns. We get off of those routines. And you and I know that I've said this with hundreds of people, you know, like, especially with all my guests I've had on, routines are everything. Nighttime routines, morning routines. Routines run your day. And if you don't have any type of routine or you don't follow a blueprint every single day, you guys are missing out on so much successful productivity throughout the day. And I honestly don't know how you can want to get better at your job or make more money or be a better entrepreneur if you don't have your day today set out the night before. It's not about waking up in the morning, sitting down and making your schedule. That's a fool's errand. Because you should already be waking up after you eat, calm your mind, eat some food, drink some water, have your coffee, get caffeinated, whatever you do, and get to work. If you don't have that schedule done, let's see what I have to do today. You write down three or four things and you like check your phone. Next thing you know, you're checking emails. You forgot what you wrote down. You stop writing things down. So that's like the big thing too. We always have to have those routines. So my clients got off routine and guess what? The gyms are kind of, quote, unquote, as my fingers are in the air if you're not watching on YouTube, um, you know, my clients got off routine. And so they don't they don't want to get back on or they haven't gotten back on yet or they kind of just like, I don't want to go back to the gym yet because the gym's really different still. You have to remain six feet apart. You can't touch certain – you can't be six feet from somebody. You can't be on the machine next to them. Like there's a lot of, a lot of things put in the place where people are just – they don't want – they don't like and they don't want to like them. And I get it. I understand. Some people aren't even going back to gym. Most people bought weights. Most people put a damn gym in their garage because they're sick of what was going on. And they know they're better off without going back to the gym for a while until things kind of get back to the norm. And I get that. I understand that. But in the meantime, I I feel for them. And I got a little mad because it's like, man, you threw away all that work that we both did. Like that was time on both of our ends. But like, and that's a total selfish thing I just said there. I get it. But you have to understand, when you're a coach, a personal trainer, the good ones, and let me tell you, there's a lot of good ones out there that don't get talked about, but there is a lot of bad ones as well. We want you to succeed. We want you to succeed. We, we want to see change in your life. We want to create impact in everything that you do, no matter what that is, no matter if that's fitness, nutrition, or mindset related. Guess what? I teach all three through my coaching. You can't get around it. If you want to just have nutrition for me, that's great. But if you go to the gym, we might as well, I, you, I might as well look over your, your fitness as well. So I, I program for my clients as well as do nutrition online. Or I do it in person if, I live, if you live around me. And mindset is always intertwined every time we talk. Weekly we talk about that. And that is the biggest thing because without the right mindset, those other things that I said don't even fucking matter because you're not ready to do it. You're not ready to stick to a, nutri- a nutritional protocol, a nutrition plan. You're not ready to stick to a fitness plan. You're not ready because your mindset is wrong. It's broken. It's not as strong as it can be. And I know that's not the sexy thing. And I know that, oh, whatever, Anthony, I'm strong, blah, blah, blah. I can do whatever I want to do. I never work on my mindset. That's great. And that's awesome. I'm not saying everyone does. Some people are already mentally strong. They have a great mindset. But for the majority of us, We need mindset work. We need to flex that muscle every single day, just like we do in the gym. And let me tell you what, 
If you don't work on your mindset, if you don't read, if you don't write, if you don't take time to yourself without your phone, without your loved one, your significant other, a roommate, whoever it may be, outside of the house, outside of the four walls that you live in, you're missing so much of that pie that you can have and you would be so much more successful in your everyday activities. Once your mindset is right, your surroundings start to follow with that, meaning your house gets clean, you know, your house is a little bit cleaner, your room is a little bit cleaner, you start to keep your car cleaner because of it, your mindset's right. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast when I first started, you're waking up on time, you're not hitting the snooze button, you're eating breakfast at the same time, it just keeps going and going and going and going. The dominoes keep going and that snowball coming down the hill starts to gain more and more and more momentum. And the whole point behind this whole thing, behind this whole thing called life, is getting that momentum started so much that it's scary to think that you can get in front of that ball rolling down a hill and try to stop it because you can't. You physically can't. You've created so much momentum in your life during your, your short life lifetime in this world that you've, you've created this monster of momentum, of consistency inside and outside the gym, whether it be fitness, nutrition, or mindset related, that it's a mountain coming down the hill. And you think you're going to get in front of that and look up and be like, oh, I'm going to stop this thing. Yeah, right. No one's going to do that and they're going to jump out of the way because you know what you've created is so much more powerful than anything you've ever done in your life. That is what a good coach does. That is what a good coach creates. And that is what good coaches preach every single day. Now, I'm not just saying that because I am a coach and I'm biased. I'm saying that because your coach needs to have those things. Look the part, act the part, walk the walk, talk the talk, all that shit, all that cliche shit that you probably hear every single day. But guess what? Like we always say, if someone says that's a cliche saying, chances are you've heard it a billion times and chances are there's probably a little bit of truth in it. So stop saying, oh, that's so fucking cliche, Anthony. Well, guess what? It's probably fucking right guy. Okay. So just create that momentum through everything that you do. And that's the whole point behind the everyday growth podcast. So guys, long story short, I know that was a ramble, bear with me, but I ran businesses for mama pop stores. I created my own. We talked about creating my own grab and go fit meals where I created healthy paleo stuff, healthy paleo meals for clients and drop those off at their houses. And that lasted about a year. Nothing really panned out. And, you know, I just, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm such a good leader. I had a lot of people telling me like, man, you're like, you're a really great person to talk to. You have your head on your shoulders. And like most of the people that tell me, oh, it seems like you have your head, head on your shoulders and what's between the ears is really well. And you really, you're a really good spoken, outspoken person, but they didn't know my story. You know, people were telling me these compliments. And the first thing I was saying was like, dude, I almost tried to kill myself a couple years ago because I was so depressed and I still feel depressed to this day, but Depression hasn't won the battle. I won the battle. And I'll continue to win that battle against depression and my demons because now I am in control because of my mindset. That is why I can teach mindset to clients. People were telling me, you know, like, you're a leader. You're, you're a natural born leader. So I took what they had to say. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to shoot. I'm going to take a stab in the dark here and work for someone's company. I'm going to try to be, I'm going to try to lead a company. Like, if I'm not starting my own business, I'm going to run someone else's. And I think that I'm good at that. So let me try instead of running my own business because at that time that cooking business didn't pan out. 
But the story, to the the back story to that was I had lost my love for cooking, and I thought that was my passion in life, and it wasn't. So as you lose one one thing in your life that you thought was your passion, I mean, if you lose something that you love so much and you fell out, fell, fall out of love with that one hobby or business that you started, you fall out of love for cooking or fall out of love for you know bartending or, or serving, or, chances are it wasn't your passion to begin with. And I didn't know that. No one told, I'm, I've been doing this shit on my own for a long time. So when I say you got to have a coach that's walk to walk and talk to talk, like guys, I've been there. I've been through it all. I've done it. <laughs> all right. I feel like I've lived two lifetimes already. Like it's crazy. And I'm not even 40 yet. Like I said, I'm 38, but I've been there and I've done that. And when I talk to younger kids, they want to talk to me and listen to what I have to say because I tell them like, hey, listen, man. I know what you've gone through and I know what the next step is going to have. I know what the next speed bump in your life is going to be. It's going to be probably this, this, or that, or X, Y, Z. I'm like, you think so? I'm like, no, dude, like I fucking know so. That's the next speed bump. Just wait. Sure as shit. It's something along those lines. Because I've been there. The writing's on the wall. If you're too young, you may not be able to see it. And guess what? When you're too young, you only talk to your parents about that type of stuff. You need to reach out to someone else who's kind of in the same boat and I was at that time. So... I got a job at a company. I was a GM at a company. I had like 20 employees underneath me. Thought this was it. Thought this was a great company. Thought I was gonna be able to work my way up. Thought I was gonna be able to, you know, make tons of money, blah, 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 blah. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. I was overworked. I was underpaid. I had to be there on the weekends for um, certain things. And uh, they wanted me to literally be there all the time. There was four or five or six different bosses that I had to answer to every single day. None of them were on the same page. I had to email all of them separately, all of them together. It was just, it was the biggest hodgepodge of fuckery I've ever been in in my life. So six months before that job ended, I met Jason Phillips. Not physically met him, didn't give him dabs or anything, but I met and found out who Jason Phillips was. And I found out about this great thing called NCI, Nutritional Coaching Institute. So I look into that and guess what? I drop a bunch of money at that time and I'm like, I'm going to become the best fucking nutrition coach out there because Jason lit a fire under my ass. And you know what? I'm already in the fitness industry. I've been in the health and wellness side. Now I'm like really trying to train myself through CrossFit still to this, that, that day at that time. I'm so, I love working out. Why can't I start teaching athletes and clients about nutrition? Why can't I start going down that road? Like, That'd be a great thing, right? So got into that and right about the time I got through, graduated, got my nutritional certification for nutrition cert, mindset, and hormone cert, um, that all came at once and I took a business class on it to try to help myself get started. Right when that happened, boom, the job ended. I knew my heart wasn't in anymore. The owners knew my heart wasn't in anymore. They couldn't physically push me to do more because I had put my anchor down on the ground and said, fuck you. I'm not doing any more without getting paid more. And at that time, I didn't hold my tongue. Just like today, I, I have a filter, but I don't hold my tongue. When someone's physically out to hurt me and I can see it and I'm getting mistreated by someone, I don't put up with that shit and neither should you. If you're listening to this right now and you get pushed around at your job, and you don't like your job, guess what? Make plans to move. Make plans for a change. Make plans to become that 1% better the next day and get the fuck out of that job. Now, I'm not telling you to quit your job. So let me clear this up really quick. I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm telling you if you're unhappy, 
you need to make a change. And that doesn't matter where you're at in life. That could be with your parents, your loved ones, boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, your roommates, your brothers, your sisters. If you're not happy, you have to make a change. Because loving oneself is the foundation to this whole thing called life. Without that, you have nothing. So it's really crazy to me why people are so unhappy with their jobs, so unhappy in their relationships in life, in relationships with their friends or loved ones, whatever it may be, fill in the blank, and they stay there. What are you doing? Why are you just stopped and stuck in that bullshit mud? Like you have, you have the strength, whether you believe it or not, you all do. You have the strength to crawl out, clean yourself up, and fucking make a change. Make a change for the better. Be happy. Once you're happy, a whole lot of shit in this world can't affect you anymore. It's that force field <laughs> that you can surround yourself with. That's the bubble you want to be in. The happy bubble that deflects negativity, that screams positivity, that loves motivation, that gives love. That's the bubble you want to be in. That's the happy cloud that you want to be over your head. And I know, here we come. Haters are coming out, right? Oh, it's so fucking cliche, Anthony. Well, you know what? Get the fuck off of here then. Because that is what this podcast is all about. That is what we are doing here in this podcast. And the people who said, fuck you, Anthony, right there are the people that actually need to make a change. So don't be mad at me. Take a hard look in the mirror. Who's looking back at you that's unhappy? Hey, idiot. Hey, dummy. It's you. It's real simple here. It's you. You're making yourself very, very unhappy. You need to make a change. You need to create impact in your own life. Ask yourself those hard, hard questions that you don't have the answers to. What am I doing that is so wrong in my life? Why can't I keep a job? Why can't I keep these things together? I know those are hard questions and you can call me an asshole. That's fine. But this comes from love. This is all love. And if you need help, damn it, call me. If you need help, damn it, email me. Damn it, DM me. It's real simple. My phone number and my, my personal phone number and email are on my Instagram page. Okay? Shoot me a text. That doesn't matter. Don't be surrounded by negativity in your life. Now, I want to move on to why I started this podcast and why I got into vlogging. And then I'll end with well, I got it, why I got into vlogging. But I, I want to end on, a, on an amazing note as well and say thank you so much to everybody. Fast forward a little bit. Why I started a podcast was, once again, I had a lot of people telling me, hey, man, like you're, you're preaching so much. You're preaching, preaching so much. You should start something new. Like what about a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, right. I'm never getting into podcasting. There's no way I'm ever getting into podcasting. Like there's no, who would want to listen to me? I'm like, I'm just, an, I'm a dummy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dummy. You know what I'm saying? Like no one's ever told me to get into podcasting. I wouldn't even know what to do if I started. And it's one of those things like I didn't believe in myself at that time. And I thought about it and all the, like, you know, all the pros were like, yeah, man, it'd be really good for your business. It's just another platform that you can tell people that you're a coach and yada, yada, yada and all that stuff. You know, fast forward to almost 50 episodes now. I'm starting to learn really quick that even though I talk about my business and I talk about an amazing company that I work with called Ambition Threads and all these things that I do, it's not about the business anymore. This platform has changed my life, selfishly has changed my life 
and I, I can't even, in a way that I can't even describe to you guys, I have no idea how, I, can, I there's not a word, there's not a saying, there's not a book I can tell, there's nothing I can read to tell you how I feel and how it's changed my life. All I know is that I'm hearing on the daily, on the weekly, on the monthly, that this podcast is fucking awesome, man. I get DMs like, dude, that one part on that one podcast killed me, man. Like, dude, thank you so much. I'm seeing that this word and the guests that are on are being heard in over six countries. What? I can't even fathom that right now. Like, the amount of empathy I have for every single person like, holy fuck, man. I can't even put that. I have a loss of words right now. The amount of gratitude I have for each and every one of you who actually listen, who download these podcast episodes, who subscribe to the channels. Thank you. Like, holy shit. This thing has turned into something that I never thought it would be. But through this podcast, through the stories that everyone comes on and tells, I know that every word Every episode, there's one word, one sentence, one paragraph, one episode, one small thing that somebody listens to and somebody hears so deeply that it affects them down to their fucking soul. And that's impact. And that one sentence creates so much impact that that person may may, uh, just a, a flash forward in what they need to do, a little more of a push in the direction that they need to be. Maybe get out of that rut that they thought they were in. Hell, I hope some people are listening to this and understanding that you're not alone through the depression that you may or may not be going through, through the hard times, the good and the bad, through the adversities. You're not alone. You are not alone. Every every coach I've had on here, on this podcast, every fucking coach, any of you guys, take any of them, any of them, shoot them a DM Say hi. Say you heard me mention their name. Say you've heard them on this podcast. Hey, Brian McCormick. I heard you on the Everyday Growth Podcast. Hey, Justin Lawrence. Hey, Josh Pierce. You know, come on. Hey, Chase. Any of these people that you pick, it doesn't matter. Tell them you heard them on this podcast. Tell them, Anthony said I could reach out to you with anything that I have. I can guarantee you they will hit you back immediately because every one of the every one of those coaches I've had on here are real fucking people. Those are the good coaches. I don't have on bad coaches. I don't need to have that negativity around this community. And I don't try to stop people from preaching what they believe in on here. I, I don't censor anybody. I get that. But it's my choice to have on only positive people on this podcast because I know that their word will be heard by somebody to create some type of impact. So I quickly turn this podcast into the biggest motivational, inspirational, wonderful platform that I possibly can and only want to bring on people that give the same love to this podcast, to these episodes that I do. And that's not selfish. You may think that's selfish. That's not. I hold everyone in this high regard up here. Everyone is so high held in high regard on this podcast. I can't, I can't tell you. I, I, I believe in them. I trust in them. I look up to them. They keep me accountable in what I do, how I preach, what I talk about, how I coach online, how I coach to in my Instagram posts. I see them not slipping. I see them putting in the work. That shit holds me accountable. So that's what we do and that's what I do is hold you accountable. 
So when I tell you you need a change in your life because you're feeling bad and you're scared to, you're having certain emotions about this one thing because it doesn't feel right, you need to snap out of it. You deserve freedom. You deserve happiness in your life. And if you start that now, you can have it the rest of your life. Instead of starting it later, and then you do come across it at 50, 60, 70 years old, you have, a, you have less time to enjoy it. And I'm telling you, that regret that most of us will probably live in, it's going to fucking kill you. It will fucking kill you. We don't need that regret in our life. So the same thing, the same thing happened with the vlog. I never, ever thought I'd get into vlogging. I looked up to so many people, so many fitness, really good fitness influencers like, you know, Christian Guzman, Max Tuning, all those guys, that entire group of knit people. You see like the ghost community. You see such, just like so many people. Tom Bilu, like, man, do I love fucking Tom Bilu. Gary Vaynerchuk. Of course, I love him for business as well too and motivation, but there's too many out there to even start mentioning right now. It just, it'd be stupid for me to sit here for the next two hours and talk about who I like. But I try to follow everything Obviously, motivational, positivity, and inspirational, right? Obviously, because I constantly want to be under that cloud of love. I constantly want that. And sometimes it's not there, but you know what? The more that it is there when I do have those bad days, I can honestly say I've had more good days than bad. And it's hard to get to that point because most of us have more bad days than good. So I started this vlog. I never thought I'd ever do this. But I have a good friend named Dean Jackson. He was actually on a couple podcasts ago. You guys can go listen to that. Uh, I believe I titled that, I don't know the episode number, but I titled that The Journey is Everything with Dean Jackson Jr. Go listen to that. Dean's got crazy perspectives, but better than that, Dean's a photographer and a videographer, and he's about to be doing it full time. The dude's super fucking talented, and every time he posts a new new video, new pod, or a new, sorry, new video or, or new pho- uh, photograph, it's better than the last one. So it's one of those things like, you know, this dude found his passion. Well, I just had this crazy idea during quarantine, like, dude, I need to start vlogging. Like, it's the one thing that I'm not doing. And it's the one thing I'm super, super, super scared about. And he's like, dude, just fucking start, man. Like, just do it. Like, what happens if I fall on my face? At least I have a camera where I can take good pictures for Instagram with, you know what I'm saying? Or capture the moments on trips and stuff like that. So I get into vlogging and guess what? Selfishly, I wanted to do it and have fun with it. And then next thing you know, I'm like, dude, it's just like my podcast, right? Like, who's going to watch it? That doubt came over me. Like, no one's going to watch it. No one's going to listen to it. And then there is a little, there's a couple people that are watching it, listening to it. Like, thank you guys so much if you have already. If you haven't, go check it out. I just dropped the third episode today. It's a ton of fun. And it's like, it is behind the scenes of me running my coaching business. So you get to see every day how I try to become 1% better, whether that's through fitness, nutrition, or mindset with my clients, without my clients, how I eat, how I like to relax and chill out. I go on long walks and I have these type of talks through the camera with you, trying to understand, trying to let you understand a little bit inside my life or a little bit of the insight that I have inside my mindset. Because I believe all the work that I've put into it, I have a pretty strong mindset. And when I do kind of fall off the bandwagon or fall, get, get off those rails, I know how to come right back on the next day. And that's what I love to coach. That's what I love to teach. And that's what I love to talk about the most is mindset, fitness, and nutrition because that is my trifecta. That is my triangle of the staples and the blueprint and the platform that you need to that you need to make to build your house on. You have to have that foundation and that foundation for me is fitness, nutrition, and mindset. 
with this vlog, I'm going to try my hardest to work on it as much as I can with this podcast. Because I was scared to do the vlog, that's exactly why I'm doing it. I was completely 100% scared. I was outside my comfort zone and I was scared to do it. Guess what? That's why I started doing it because I didn't believe in myself. Because actually a couple people around me, they didn't believe in me either and their loved ones. So I've been, been, I've, even when I started my coaching business, I've been being questioned by loved ones. So I don't just walk the walk and talk to talk, guys. Like when I say that shit, I mean it. When you need a change, you need to make the fucking change. Because I did. People didn't believe in me. And is it hard? Oh my God, yes. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Sometimes I don't know where the money's coming from. You know, sometimes you have to push the electric bill. Like, I'm not super successful at all. I'm not successful at all. But I love what I do. I love coaching. I love training people. I love training myself. I love going to the gym and letting loose. I love going on bike rides and runs and walks in the sun. Like, <laughs> it's the honest to God truth. As stupid as that sounds, I like long walks on beaches, ladies. Like, come on, man. I'm being, I'm being serious, though. I'm being totally serious. Like, I'm about to hop in the kitchen and hurry up and make dinner for us. Because Carrie Ann's at work and she's, I can see in my clock she's getting off in like five minutes and I'm supposed to like already be ready to go and I'm not because I'm talking to you guys. Because I care so deeply that you guys get one little percent of impact from this damn episode. So I'd like to end on that note. With that being said, I'd like to end on this note. To everyone who has... To everyone that has taken time to like, comment, listen, subscribe to any one of my channels, social media posts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or my podcast, thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I don't know where I would be without you. You keep me accountable. You keep me loving what I do. Without you, I probably wouldn't be here. Without you, this podcast wouldn't be possible. And without you, I wouldn't be a coach and I would have never started a vlog. <laughs> I can't say thank you enough to this community. I love each and every one of you so, so deeply. I wish I could, I wish I could show you. I wish I could show you. So here we go. Off the top of my head. If you live close to me, if you live in the Chicagoland area, shoot me a DM or email. Let's meet. Let's have a cup of coffee. Let's shake hands, dab up, or give hugs. I'm here to listen to your story. I am here for you. Anyone that isn't around me, guess what? Email me at everydayanthonyj at gmail.com. Hit me up on everydayanthonyj on Instagram. Fucking give me a call. DM me, I'll give you my number. It's real simple. I am here to listen to you and to help you if you want that. And anyone who's listening to this podcast who thinks that's full of bullshit and they don't want to hit me up, I don't know what to tell you. You just don't know me enough. You have listened to the podcast enough. And if you want to see who I am, go to my YouTube page. It's Everyday Anthony J. Go to my vlogs. See how loving I am every single day. This isn't just a mask or a costume that I put on. This is real. I love everyone I come across every single day. And that's what I preach. That's what I believe in. And guess what? Everyone who is listening to this that just wants to talk, I'm here for you. I am here for you. Let's hop on a phone call. No charge, free of charge, my time. I'll give you an hour of my time 
And I'm totally fine with that. If you just need someone to talk to and you need someone to listen, I am here. I am here for you. Email me, DM me, look me up. I'm here for you. Like always, guys, if you got any type of any type of value out of this podcast, out of this YouTube channel, please hit that subscribe button. Please help me grow my YouTube channel and my podcast. Hitting a subscribe, making comments, liking helps me grow through the ranks to get noticed, to get this word out to the masses. Let's make this shit worldwide, community. Let's make it worldwide. I love each and every one of you guys. Pay it forward. And until next time, thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry there was not a guest on this Friday. I apologize. There'll hopefully be one next Friday. Stay tuned for Sunday for Coffee Talk. I love each and every one of you guys. Peace out.